0: Welcome to the Warrior Culture Podcast. This is a space for dads and their teenage sons, or any disciple of teens, to pass down fortified manhood with confidence, one winning conversation at a time. While I'll be talking to the teens, to the dudes, I do want the older folk to listen in and stick around till the end for a discipleship debrief to take things a bit deeper. Let's go hello and welcome to episode 10 of the warrior culture podcast justin over here and here we are in episode 10 knowing full well we are nearing the end Uh, the last three episodes 10 11 and 12 are clumped together into what we'll call faring well So, you know, warrior culture men, as you boil it down, really do three things. They fight, they fortify, and they fare well. And what I mean by fare well is that boys, young men in warrior culture, must learn to not fear death or welcome it, like be excited about it, but to healthily embrace it. Because when the seismic reality that you have an expiration date, lands home. It influences how you live life. And so in this episode, let's talk about the fact that most likely as the, you know, just the natural normal progression occurs, death will find our dads, our mentors before us. That's no surprise. But the question is, are you prepared for this? You know, young men, are you prepared for death to find dads and mentors. Older men, the dads and the mentors, are you prepared? Have you specifically taught all that you can to your sons, to your disciples before that day? That's kind of a it's a big question. And we're circling around that old biblical word discipleship you know, when I say that word discipleship, it can come across as confusing. It can come across especially as intimidating. So I want to talk about the Vikings for a moment and show how uh, something they did really illustrates what discipleship looks like, even in the church. And then we'll jump back in. Um, There was an elite band of Vikings called the Varangians. The meaning of that word Varangian, I think, tells us all we need to know about them it it means men of the pledge or sworn companion the varangians were wildly competent combat hardened warriors yes so like you know in ancient rome you can think legio x the 10th legion or modern day america you might think seal team six basically you you don't pick a fight with the varangian guard okay you you don't want to fight them if you can avoid it they were incredibly fierce But what really set the Varangian Guard apart was their fierce loyalty. Hence the name, Men of the Pledge. Whoever they served, they protected fiercely with a, I mean, unapologetic loyalty. So not only did they serve within Scandinavia, I I know this might sound confusing, but really this will really display what kind of men they were. They served within Scandinavia, yes. So Vikings serving Vikings, that's one thing. But it's way more than that. The Varangian Guard were actually outsourced to other nations, as far as the Byzantine Empire, to protect their kings, their queens, their emperors. Like, consider that for a moment. Foreign nations, even enemy nations, would hire the Varangian Vikings to protect their loyalty because they knew how loyal they were, how trusting they were, even if they were technically enemies. That's the caliber of men they were. What made them so trustworthy, interestingly, was that they never protected the man on the throne. They protected the throne itself. Why does that matter? Well, it means they didn't care who sat upon the throne. They didn't get involved with the politics. They couldn't be bribed. They didn't seek personal revenge. Whoever was on that throne, it didn't matter who it was, they were just going to protect him. Whoever filled the leadership void after an emperor's death immediately obtained the protection of the Varangian guard. It's pretty cool stuff, but what's the point? Well, How did your typical Viking gain access to the Varangian Guard? Seriously, Harvard University is a cakewalk in comparison. Odds of gaining entrance into this elite group was notoriously grim. I mean, I don't know the statistics, but it was low. I suppose there's something about (laughs) maintaining the trust and security of foreign nations that, you know, weeds out the chaff. So guess who got the job more times than not? Guess who filled the ranks of the Varangian guard? Guess which Vikings were the most likely to become worthy of the pledge because they were by far more confident than any other Viking? Their sons. Think about it. Who else but the ones raised by a Varangian would best serve as a Varangian himself? The fathers in the Varangian guard knew the culture that he needed to establish in his home. He knew the attributes, the characteristics, the skills, the job demanded that he could then give, pass on to his son. So it actually became a family tradition, a familiar, familial honor. Protecting the emperor was a boy's sacred inheritance. He was more or less bred for such a task. Now, is that not a superb picture of discipleship? For the dads and mentors listening, this is what we call the next generation, to. No, we do not protect kings. We do not protect Jesus. But we are ambassadors of one. The most effective warriors of the king should be the sons of the king's current warriors. This is the purpose of discipleship. This is the purpose of this podcast, for goodness sake. The greatest honor for any boy is to be discipled by a warrior-cultured man, ideally their dad. But as we know, it's not an ideal world, and so we make do. But for the teenagers listening, I want you to listen up. Do you want this? Do you desire to become a great warrior of Christ's kingdom or not? You need to put your stake in the ground now. You need to draw that line across the sand now. You can punt that question down 10 or 20 years and lose 10 or 20 years of fruitful ministry, totally, you know, prone to being swept into Satan's kingdom. Or you can make that decision right now to become a great warrior of the kingdom, step by step. Moreover, Are you aware that Christianity and fortified manhood is something you pass down? Even as a young man, are you beginning to think of ways to pass down what you know, even though there's so much left to learn? Compare the Varangian guard, a dad preparing his son to guard a foreign nation's emperor and all that's required of him, to what you experience in your home right now. Is there the same sort of urgency of equipping, of training? Or is it more a culture of idleness? You know, zero pressure in the kingdom of God, zero vision. Listen, I understand that that's an emotion surfacing question. I know even for the dads, for the mentors listening, that can bring up a lot of guilt. That's not the point here. But I, but in the least, you know, I want to ask these hard questions because I hope it spurs You older men and mentors to becoming greater dads. And even more so, I hope it spurs you, teenagers, young men, to become stellar dads who one day does pass down warrior culture to your future son. Okay, well, I've asked a lot of questions, I've said a lot, and now I want a conversation to start between y'all two and this one's nuanced and a little confusing so make sure to check out the show notes below to uh you know just to make sure you get it kind of two parts first i want the teenager to talk a bit about the pressure or lack of pressure he feels in his home towards becoming a true man of god and then i want the dad or the mentor to just listen just listen no judgment When that's done, you're done for the day. Congratulations. But then in a few days, I want the dad or the mentor to circle back with a list that you've made. And what I want this list to be is about a dozen things you deal with in a normal week. Stuff like finances, making life decisions, temptations you face, you know, difficult coworkers, uh, depression, etc., that sort of thing. And then I want you to present that list of about 12 things that you deal with on a weekly basis to your disciple or to your son. And I want you to ask this, hey, which on this list do you want to talk about first? Then, one by one, as the weeks unfold, even as this podcast unfolds, just as an extra talking point, Discuss each of these, being honest, connecting them to the Bible and to the gospel. This not only is fortification, it's preparing the next generation to fare well, to die well, to embrace the end from the beginning. This is discipleship, passing down life on life, how the gospel penetrates every facet of life. And until next time, fight, fortify, and fare well. Scope! Thank you for investing your finite time into the Warrior Culture Podcast. If you like what's going on here, make sure to subscribe, leave a five star review, and most importantly, share it with a friend. And for real, don't neglect the discipleship debrief. It's kind of the secret sauce of success here. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot me, Justin. An email at justint at c3lr.org. Grace and peace.